Cayuga, Indiana, February 16th, 2019. Paranormal investigator Dave Spinks and his associate Haley Sharp have traveled here to this small town to investigate a house that many consider to be the most evil place in North America. Referred to as Willow's Weep, it has been the site of a series of gruesome deaths since it was built in the 19th century. Was Willow's Weep really built to attract evil spirits? For Brenda Johnson, Dave Spinks, and Haley Sharp, the answer is a very disturbing yes. But why would someone deliberately want to construct an evil place, unless perhaps it wasn't meant to attract demonic spirits, but to entrap them in an effort to create a deadly warning that demons are real? to be alive. everybody, welcome to episode 302 of the Iron Jacob Do America podcast. I'm your host, in the place to be, Mr. Jacob P, and sitting right across from me is the brown recluse, Mr. Archero. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions, what the fuck is going on, America? Guys, it's fucking cold outside. Fuck yeah, dude, dude, didn't it get colder the last couple of days? Like, yeah. I, I'm There's actually stuck. snow on the fucking weather report right oh now, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Snow in Bakersfield. I'm going to uh, to L.A. this weekend to uh, watch it. But um, I'm like, one, it's supposed to be sunny this Saturday or Sunday. I think it's supposed to be sunny. So I'm like kind of glad but yeah i'm glad there's no fucking snow but anyways guys it's still cold outside go to cavemancoffee.com check out their entire inventory they got hats they got sweaters they got sweatpants they of course have coffee guys drink the coffee use promo code america at checkout to receive 15 percent off they got the nitro cold brew they have my personal favorite the hibiscus tea they have the decaf coffee if you're into that decaf coffee um, guys, again, use promo code America to receive 15% off. Tag and us. I think you were actually leaning in towards it being cold. And they also have sweatpants and sweatshirts yeah. and all sorts of things that you yeah. can bundle I said up that. with. You did? Yeah, I did. Ah, man, I'm getting Alzheimer's, Jacob, bro. This is, it's it's 7.50 p.m., dude. <laughs> I, I, you Sorry, the K-Man CTE coffee. is kicking in. Yeah, no, um, yeah, but you are correct. 
there, there are sweatpants, hats, and, and hoodies. Um, use promo code America to receive fifteen percent off, and tell Martin Jacobs sent you. Well, aren't I just embarrassed? Out of here? <laughs> no, 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 you're all good, dude. Fuck, I swear to God, if I listen back to this and you didn't say this, like you're the one with Alzheimer's. Dude, I'm pretty sure I said that, but I could be wrong. I'm gonna it buy is, you. I'm gonna is, Amazon Prime you some ashwagandha. It's or whatever. almost uh, it's almost eight p.m., so I might I might be. Falling it is asleep. close to our bedtime, yeah. you guys, because we are looking forty years old down yeah. the tunnel. But anyways, guys, uh, speaking of not being. Four years old and speaking of warm and bundled up clothing guys i need everyone to head on over to sucreapparel.com where the great and powerful nicole smith bosch has put together an illustrious array of merchandise for your consumption pleasure uh, i'm not quite sure what the next holiday is i think president's day is around the corner possibly monday or whatever tomorrow I'm not... oh yeah yeah no you're yeah right. monday uh but I, is that a real holiday i don't know nah, I don't... it's technically uh george washington's birthday oh okay that, did you know that that that's where president's day came from like apparently uh lincoln's birthday is like february 13th and then george washington's birthday is like february 20th so they were like let's just call it be in the middle here yeah, president's yeah. day dude you're, you're cool yeah yeah so anyways guys i'm not gonna make that president's day joke again but if you want to get somebody in your life a lovely St. Patrick's Day's coming. St. Patrick's exactly. You saw where I was coming yeah. from, baby. We might be we might have Alzheimer's, but yeah. we're on the same wavelength, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. But anyways, guys, if you want to give somebody a lovely St. Patrick's Day present, uh, so they can go out to the bars and the pubs and whatnot or whatever, right? And look fresh and clean. I highly, run, I highly recommend heading on over to sucreapparel.com. Scoop up everything that she has available. Uh, but before you push checkout, guys, I need everyone to enter promo code Art and Jacob, and Nicole will give you 10% off your entire purchase. But, guys, we're not here to talk about how me and Art have failing dementia worse than, you know, uh, what's, what's the. The guy from Die Hard. He has Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yes, guy. Yes. Damn, See, that's a dark joke, Jacob. Yes, I I <laughs> forgot his name. Jacob. That's how, dude. You're gothic, though, dude. <laughs> dude, you you're you're demented, bro. <laughs> Making jokes about Bruce Willis's decaying mental health. <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're on the same path. Baby. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, guys, we're not here to talk about that. Art, what are we here to talk about today? Guys, we're here to talk about Willow's Weep. Uh, depending on who you ask, some people say it's the most haunted house in Indiana. Some people say no, it's the, the most, most haunted house in North America. No, I know. I was going to say some people say it's the most haunted house in the United States. But I, that was one of the funniest articles that I saw that said the most haunted house in Indiana. And I was like... That's a pretty small sample size. Indiana's <laughs> not even that big. Well, I mean, you got the Stranger Things house. You got oh, Michael yeah. Jackson's old house. Oh, he's an Indiana guy? And Gary, Indiana, baby. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah, so you yeah. know you know, there's some demons up in that Gary, house. Indiana, yeah. Yeah. There's that, um, isn't that where they filmed Parks and Rec? Was Gary, Indiana? You might be right. Oh, man. There's another haunted house there. Like, when I was doing research for this topic, I guess Zach Baggins owns a haunted house in, <laughs> in Gary, Indiana. Um, the KKK was also founded in yeah. Gary, Indiana, so I'm sure there's some haunted shit around there. You mean to tell me you're burning crosses in front of people's <laughs> porches and that shit's not fucking haunted? Yeah, dude. Uh, Indiana, man, pretty pretty much the gateway to hell, dude. <laughs> if I had to guess, you ain't lying. For sure, man. for well, sure, the gateway to hell. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, St. Louis is the gateway to the West. Indiana, the gateway to hell. Where's that town? I think it's like. That town that's always burning. The Simpsons tire thing? No, no, no. no. There's like a town in the United States that's always burning. That's what they base uh, Silent Hill on. For reals? Yeah, yeah. 
town that is always, always burning. <laughs> Dude, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, that's what they uh, base Silent Hill on. Uh, it's Oh, it's in Pennsylvania. It's oh, okay. called... Centraria, Pennsylvania. How the fuck is it always burning? Is it like some factory or something? So yeah, apparently there was like coal mining accident and like basically lit up the entire town from underneath and now it's just like a ghost town. Like the streets are all broken apart and there's always just like fire and smoke coming out of the ground there. Really? Yeah, it's fucking nuts, dude. And so like, you know how Sand Hill is like always like foggy or whatever? That's pretty much what they base it off of. That There's always like smoke and fog coming out of the ground because it's like... It's just, it's just done, dude. Like, there's no. Why are we so worried about weather balloons? We need to put out the fire in fucking what? What was it? Fucking centrifugal fucking Pennsylvania? Yeah. Uh, let me go back to it. I'm, I was looking at the pictures. Some of these pictures are not. Uh, Centuria, Pennsylvania. Yeah, we need to get on that. Get, get up on this. Yes, but anyways, our fucking willows weep. Willows weep, dude. The most haunted. Location and definitely, definitely in Indiana. Yeah, we'll agree on that. Top ten in the United I don't know, States. Joe Jackson might have something to say about that. Top ten, definitely in the United <laughs> States. We'll say that. <laughs> Anyways, it is a haunted house. You so. know what's funny? Like I went to the um the Winchester Mansion or whatever, and like they say they're the most haunted house in the United States. So just saying, there's an argument to be made. I think what this is like the fifth or sixth like haunted house that we've covered we or whatever. We cover a lot of ghost shit. Yeah, and I think like every every there, there's a plaque. Chicks so, dig ghost. Yeah, there, ch- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get haunted, okay? <laughs> not saying not putting any podcasts on blast yeah. here, but anyway, I feel like every fucking haunted house like there's a plaque in front of their estate that says the most haunted house mm. in X Y Z. Yeah, I mean. But this one's got William Shatner saying it, so this one. Yeah, holds a dude. Bit more you weight. know, you know, I'm a I'm a William Shatner like diehard. You know, like mm-hmm. we were just talking on the Patreon how like you shouldn't like worship like you can't dick ride your heroes, bro. But I kind of dick ride on William Shatner, dude. <laughs> William Shatner is like the who's the dude you like, uh, the podcasting guy. Oh, I don't know if I like him anymore. I heard some stuff. But oh, no. Um, yeah. Well, let's move on from this. But yes, I agree. <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> He's like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but for like me, like I just love William Shatner. Like uh-huh. William Shatner has a bunch of like episodes of that show Unexplained where he talks mm-hmm. about things like that. And apparently he's like a very like interesting guy. Like he's si- super into like mysterious shit. And I've always mm-hmm. really been into William Shatner. Yeah. And he's the face of Michael Myers. So that's true, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you can't go wrong with William Shatner. And the it, way he like presents, and I'm sure pretty sure I'm gonna use the clip for like the sample at the beginning yeah. of this episode or whatever. But the way he like it, it only rivals like Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries with how oh, creepy yeah, yeah. that they say. He's it. definitely number one, dude. Rest in peace. Yeah. Robert Stack. Yeah. But uh definitely William Shatner's number two, dude. Oh yeah, or one B. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're using that as a sample for sure. That's that's signed, sealed, and delivered. But anyways, Art, t- t- tell tell me something about Willow's Willow's Weep. All right, so Willow's Weep. A lot of times, if you want to Google this, and how I found out about it was I saw it on that television show, but apparently there was already like a lot of like internet m- mysteries, I guess, growing around it. <clears throat> the big thing, the big calling card that you'll see around this house is that it's shaped like an upside-down cross. I remember you brought that up on a Patreon a few months back. <laughs> I did bring it up on a Patreon. I've had this idea for this episode, but I just didn't think it was strong enough. 
And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Like, it's time, dude. We can do this. And I remember I gave you some, I didn't give you shit, but I gave the the, the idea that it was an uptown <laughs> cross, like immediately I gave it up, uh, I gave it skeptical hippo wise because I was like, if you look at it from the right angle, yeah, it's going to be upside down. But what if you go around? It's a regular cross. It's a regular cross. Now it's a lowercase t. Yeah, there you go. Like, <laughs> how the fuck? It's, it's where Jesus died for all of our sins. He so, was the Lamb of God. But I guess what makes it an actual upside down cross is that the actual entryway is at the base of, you know, where it would be upside yeah. down. So legitimately, it is an upside down cross. So my bad. I was proved wrong. Jesus, feel free to clown me all you want. So I did do a little bit of research, and I guess that's like the whole architecture of that house is like the Gothic style, which was the popular style at the time uh-huh. of like the way houses for houses were just built that way. Yeah. Not that they were all based like on an upside down cross or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> but they all kind of had that vibe, the, the overall look to them. So not an uncommon look for a house back then. Okay. Just want to say that as I as I uh, as I did some research on it, I was like, I wonder why? Because at first I thought. There was a there was a time and a place where like people were buying houses off like Sears catalogs, and like that's the way people would build their houses. Yeah, like, Sears was like Amazon. You could buy anything yeah, out of the Sears dude, catalog. Like, huh? Yeah, you know that town, uh, Solvain. Yeah. So like, not the not the fake like windmills and all that shit, but like <laughs> the houses that are like actually houses there. Uh-huh. A lot of those houses are like Sears catalog houses where they just wow. like I want this store with these windows and blah 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 and send it down. We'll build it. Tonight. Oh wow! So like, but th- that's what I thought it was gonna be like. Jeff Bezos, why don't you have that shit, man? They should bring that shit back, dude. Yeah. That would blow up in this market right now. Yeah, dude. I'd re up on my Amazon Prime for that. Yeah, shit. dude, <laughs> bring that shit back. Um, but anyways, um, it's in the town of Cayuga, mm. which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought it was Cayucas at first. You know that one uh, beach town like over by Morro Bay. That sounds familiar, but I've never been there. Yeah, there's a college out there. I want to say, but yeah, it's by it's like I think in between like Avila Beach and and Morro Bay. It's like sounds a like a party of, town. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of a lot of hips, a lot of Democrat chicks, a lot of loose sluts out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds like a lot of hot chicks, but then you just went like all in on cancel culture. Find Jacob Pixton, find him on his Instagram, and cancel him. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, so the the house itself gets the name Willow's Wheat from the willow, whipping willow trees that are built there. Correct. That's its big thing. It has a giant willow's tree in the front yard, and that's, duh, that's what yeah. you're going to call it. So yeah. people call willow's it Willow's Wheat. The house is also at the center of a crossroads. Like, I guess mm-hmm. there's a crossroad intersection there mm-hmm. where, you know, you know, super paranormal investigators would have you believe that crossroads are fucking haunted as fuck dude and, and they also they always <laughs> cite you know that robert johnson story where about the, the, cross- the dude sold his soul to the devil yeah and i guess like it's it's from some folklore not, not just the robert johnson or whatever but like crossroads are a part of folklore where bone thugs in harmony yeah see <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah dude. great reference yeah. but no i guess like it's it's supposed to represent good and evil you can take the good path or you can take you know the bad path or whatnot and the devil's always there to tempt you or whatever yeah. so it, like legitimately it is like at the the fork in the road like where this house is built uh it's also uh next to two where two rivers meet i guess like that's a big anomaly yeah and it's supposed to represent evil apparently also too 
it's this it's built right next to a site where there was many battles between Native Americans and you know colonial foot soldiers and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's built right next to or perhaps on top of an ancient Indian burial ground. Although there's no fucking proof of it, but yes, apparently this is also why it makes it uh, haunted. One thing that I thought was fucking super interesting, though, uh, because I'm I'm I, I'm gonna have a skeptical hippo eyes, of course, because that's my role on this podcast sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes too, like there's some shit that like, oh wow, that's totally weird and can explain a lot of weird anomalies. I guess because it's built in an upside down cross. If you stand right in the heart of the house, whatever, right, and you know, the, the, of course, there's going to be rooms and whatnot uh, that you can see. If you open up all the doors, the way the windows are placed on the house, which the windows are kind of weird. They're not just placed like in the the face of you know the wall. They're like in the corner, like so. If you look at my podcast room right now, there's a window right behind me. But as, as instead of it being, you know, where most windows are supposed to be, it's in the corner. Yeah. So when you open up all the doors and you stand in the middle of that upside down cross or that upside yeah. down T, it creates a pentagram effect, which if you know occult symbolism, guys, folks. That's, folks, you're, folks, you're gonna want to believe me for sure. Yeah, this yeah. this is this is Satan 101, guys. So, I mean, I just want to say that that also ties into the whole like Gothic architecture that was really popular at the time. Like a lot of those houses had those like corner windows like that. Mm. So like, just want to say like you know that doesn't mean it's haunted. It just means that that but, was popular. But that is time. weird though. Like, it was it's at, weird. At, yeah, and it also points east. Which I get, I didn't know this or whatever. I didn't pay enough attention in fucking Sunday school or whatnot. But I guess if it points east and it's an upside down cross, it's supposed to be a slap in the face to the Holy Trinity because I guess Jesus is, when he comes back, he's supposed to come out of the east, just like the rising sun and whatnot, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I get a lot of like s- satanic symbolism, if you will. And oh, yeah, by the way, I guess. There's a lot of uh, Mason, Freemason uh, uh, signatures, like yeah. building things in there and whatnot. <laughs> Here we go yeah. with the satanic. Who built this thing? Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, I mean, that is one of its calling cards is that the architecture is weird. Even if you want to discredit it like I am where like it's like, oh, it's gothic architecture mm-hmm. of that was popular in the 19th or, you know, during the... 1820s yeah. 1890s 1890s um but uh yeah it is it is pretty strange even even me trying to dismiss it i'm like dude, it it That's is weird. it is shaped like a giant cross like yeah you don't want to be that dude that like built the house like a giant cross it's kind of weird hey dude you might want to put a foyer over here just so it's not a, 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 a giant cross dude like maybe make it a lower like a, lowercase f maybe maybe put two outhouses so it looks like a fucking uh division <laughs> sign <laughs> One on opposite houses and opposite sides. A girl one and a boy one, dude. (laughs) The way that God wanted it. (laughs) Anyways, guys, to fast forward a little bit, in the 1950s, while they were replacing the floorboards, and this is the big part of the allure of this house, while they were replacing the floorboards, the residents found a crumbling book in the space between the floor, (laughs) between the floor that was uh, packed in in like the dirt of the house. Mm. They found the book. And apparently it was this, like, necromancer book where it had, like, all these, like... Spells and dark ma- black magic in it and shit. Yeah, it was, I guess the proper name for it is a grimoire. 
Oh. And, I, and I had to look it up like, well, what the fuck is a grimoire? And it's like very much like, it's like the book from fucking uh, The Evil Dead. Yeah. yeah. It had like a fucking face on it and yeah, shit. Yeah, it was made out of human skin and shit. Maybe foreskin. So here's the funny so thing. So it was from the Democrats. <laughs> here's the funny thing about this book. And I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but a lot of podcasts got really hyped up on this book. They're like, this fucking book, this is the fucking... This is the podcast right here, this fucking book that they found. The problem with that, and apparently there's pictures of the book and, like, the guy that owns the house now has, like, pictures of it and all this shit on his website. But the problem with it is that apparently the real book went missing and, like, has not been seen now for a yeah. while. <laughs> and this is where a lot of podcasts, like, you you said this geniusly a couple episodes back, or maybe tens of twenties podcasts ago or whatever, right? Where you said a lot of podcasts copy each other's homework, right? So this was the first book that was found, and you're absolutely correct. That's why they couldn't find that book anymore. Uh, we're gonna Quentin Tarantino this guy's like. There's a whole bunch of stories that are gonna oh, yeah. go all Tons over the timeline to go uh, into like around like the early 2000s. So you know, Simple Life was popping with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie and shit. Yeah, Everything was like pink. season two of of Survivor. Yeah, Von Dutch. Everybody had a Von Dutch hat yeah. and shit. Anyway, somebody buys the house and they start to remodel it and they find another book between the floorboards. And this one's a little bit newer. Yeah. Uh, and this is the one that you actually see the picture of, like where it's like the pentagram and it's like talking about necromancy and shit. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was, it's still, not to dismiss it, it's still a freaky deaky fucking book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe that one was found by, I believe it's still the current owner. Uh, I can't remember his name. Let me. Oh, David Spinks or Brenda? No, David Spinks. Okay. Uh, David Spinks, that's this whole thing. He's trying to do this whole, uh, who are those two investigators that are really famous? Ghost Hunters? Yeah, uh, no, not the Ghost Hunters. The ones that have like movies made after them now. Oh, Ed and Lorraine Warren? Yeah, he's trying to do this whole Ed and Lorraine Warren, but he like owns a property and like you have to pay like $40 to like yeah, look go at in. It. Like, you have to, if you want to see a ghost, 40 bucks. And that's another thing too. Like when you're doing research on this topic, like- Usually, you know, we'll watch a couple documentaries or look at the Wikipedia and whatnot and have a guideline or whatever. Any any fucking documentary that you want, it's behind a fucking paywall. Yeah. By David Spinks. Yeah, it's like forty. You want a you want a ghost hand job? Forty bucks. Dude. <laughs> this this ghost will jerk you off for sure. You want to go use one of the outhouses? <laughs> it's gonna be fifty for the women and forty for the dudes. Yeah. It's ladies' night, so <laughs> <laughs> we'd take ten bucks off of that. Anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, David Spinks, yeah. So he he's pretty much the uh, butter and eggs man here, <laughs> where he's uh pretty much raking up all this cash, um, and but he's selling a good story. He's basically doing this 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 house hunter thing where people can come in. A lot of people go film their YouTube episodes there or like ghost hunters the uh unexplained show with william shatner goes there and films this, this large thing where he has a, another lady what's the late brenda johnson Is yeah that, that was the former owner that who yeah. he bought it from yeah so th they basically have like these recreation setups in the house where it's like there's a couch there's a story of one of the owners committing suicide on this couch it basically blows his brains out uh, and that blood is still here, guys. Yeah. Like it's very much like, come check out all this cool shit we yeah. still have here. One of the stories that you'll hear every time is about the the original owner who who died in a bathtub. Mm -hmm. But you never hear like how old he was. And apparently, he was pretty old. And apparently, a lot of people think he just died of a heart. <laughs> yeah, and 
Yeah, that's one of the things too, where like they just get to the juicy part of the story. And back in the day, like when you used to live in the country, right? We're talking about Indiana, right? It's yeah. still in the, this place in Cayuga, Indiana. It's still in the middle of butt fuck nowhere. So mm-hmm. yeah, of course you're not gonna go down the street to your metropolitan fucking hospital or what and whatnot, right? Like no, like if you have some kind of ailment or you're old. Yeah, you're probably gonna die in your house. Right? This is like, when the doctor would just prescribe you more cocaine too. Yeah, or and then yeah, like doctors would make the house calls and whatnot. He's right? like, oh, this is this is a new one. This is cocaine with a little bit of venom from a rattlesnake. <laughs> just take some of this, put some eye drops in. It'll be right as rain. <laughs> it's just, it was weird shit like that back then. Yeah, because they did they do sell this as like seven people have died in this house since 1890 yeah. when it was built. Three of them suicides, and three of the people that died were died died due to poisoning and whatnot, yeah. right? And we'll get into you know those stories and whatnot. But yeah, you're absolutely right. People just sometimes people just die in houses. I remember yeah. when I was taking real estate classes. Uh, within a certain amount of time of somebody dying in a house, you in, in California at least you have to disclose that because if Grandma died in this podcast room, which I yeah. think somebody did die in this pot this room or whatnot, haunted, yeah. yeah um, no, he died of cancer. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that has to be disclosed, and that'll be like in your escrow paperwork and whatnot, right? And I mean, back in like the 1890s, yeah, if someone fucking is old or <laughs> has a disease, yeah, of course you're yeah. gonna die on the property that you worked on because it was a farm at one time. So this is where you worked, lived, and played. I don't understand. So that is one of the ones you'll run into a lot of times, like the he died in the bathtub. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I get it. There's like movies like The Shining or whatever that there's like a creepy lady in the bathtub or whatever. Yeah. But like people just die. Like I, I dude, Elvis died in a toilet. Like, yeah. like it's, I don't know. It's not creepy, dude. Like bad livers, bad hearts. Like that shit happens, dude. Like <laughs> I'm all shook up. Yeah. Like that dude just. I don't know what he died of. Fucking a heart attack from heart attack and thick bad ass shit. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, wild shit's going on, and like it's just all getting like dismissed as like that's that's what did it. Like mm. it was definitely the ghost. It was the demons. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the Brenda Johnson is really the one that the the catalyst for like let's put this shit on the map because mm-hmm. she has some of the most compelling stories that you'll hear on on like things that actually happened on on the property. She said that she had three claw marks, or no, I'm sorry, two claw marks with three fingernails on each hand. So it's like like a demon scratch or whatever. I assume so I that heard her. A- say, yeah. So I heard her say something else. I heard her say that she, um, you know, that she was trying to renovate the house. Her whole her whole beginning and end to her owning this house was like she was doing renovations, and then one day when she was doing renovations, she she said it was just one strike. Oh. And it was just like it was like somebody with like an extra digit on their hand. So they had like six fingers and it raked across her back. Oh damn. So so Which is a demon. To keep 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 in mind the way I heard her say it was I had a scratch with three cl- or six claw marks on it. And I don't think she elaborated after that. And in my mind, I oh, assume she okay. meant like, Oh man, that's like a cat like coming down the wall. <laughs> yeah. That's what I heard that's how I envisioned it. So oh, okay. to be fair, I don't I don't know. Maybe she did say like it was one giant fucking hand, dude. Yeah. It was like one of the gargoyles from the show Gargoyles. <laughs> just scratching. Goliath went and just really <laughs> raked this six digit hand across my back. Fucking got me with that extra digit. And thanks to the Marlboro man, I now sound like a thirty seven year old man from East Bakersfield. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She didn't 
at least what I saw, she didn't elaborate. Yeah. But she also had a bunch of like crazy shit where she's like, she's the one who I think was on the William Shatner documentary a Correct, lot of times yeah. where she's just like, I'm never stepping in that fucking house again. Yeah. All right, let me show you the bathroom real quick. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> then she just goes in after she like talks about how she's never going in there. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of, a time and a place where we got hit up by a television show once and then they were like, hey, we want you guys to tell us about like Wendigos or some shit. Like, I don't remember what they wanted us to talk yeah. about. Skinwalkers. And like, they had me like on, on like, on a Zoom call and they were like, okay, can you say that again? But like, this time with more fear in your voice or like, yeah, well, you were you being say- coached. Yeah. And I was like, uh, sure. So I repeated it like fucking 30 times and I think they got tired of me. They were like, dude, this guy fucking, this guy can't act, dude. This guy ain't. <laughs> Get out of here. Reality dude. TV isn't real, ladies and you, gentlemen. You ain't you ain't for reals. Yeah. So uh, they basically got rid of me. But anyway, I don't think they hit up any one of us after that. Yeah, well, that art guy couldn't fucking carry a fucking acting yeah. note. Anyway, like, get out of here. But anyways, that lady was all about like, I'm never going in here. I saw a bunch of gnat flies <laughs> in this room over here, and I got a, I got a scratch over here. Which was just her stealing the Amityville horror story. It, it was a lot of that shit, and it was like, in, in this room, we saw a ball roll across the room. It was just like <laughs> excellent impersonation, by the way. It was very much like oh, the most like, yeah. Th- doesn't that happen like every haunted story? Like there's like a ball, a, bo- a boy died in this room, and an old man died in this room, and a fucking a fly died in this room. <laughs> like <laughs> my yeah. gerbil. Yeah, it's just like. I don't know, dude. I don't know if I'm following you down this path, lady. But she did buy it in, in uh, 2010 with the intention of like, oh, th- this is a bunch of bullshit. She, I guess yeah. she had heard like all the locals tell her stories about, you know, all the, the stories surrounding uh, this house. And she goes, you know what? I'm, I'm going to flip this house just like the Property Brothers. Yeah, I like that. And she goes, you know, I don't believe in this bullshit or whatever. I got a cool ass fucking crucifix gonna keep me safe. So uh, again, like Art was saying, there is a lot of stories about how you know when she go went to renovate it, uh, her and her son like they were removing I think like boards off the ceiling, and one of the boards I guess the son was standing under the the ceiling. And all of a sudden, the board came off and slapped him across the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, she described you know doors opening and slamming shut. Uh, banging coming from underneath the floor. Yeah. And she was like, you know what? That's probably just the old pops. You know, they didn't have really good, you know, plumbers back in the day. So this is probably some janky-ass popping or whatever and shit. Uh, but, yeah, again, like the story about, you know, the, the six claw marks. Uh, I guess uh, she hired a handyman to start helping her, uh, you know, do some work around the house. And I guess he was mowing the lawn, and apparently he got too close to the willow tree. Yeah. And the willow tree slapped him across the yard and uh, fractured his spine in several places, right? She takes him to the hospital, and he has, she, he has all these unexplained like fractures in his back. It's almost like Brock Lesnar attacked him on the plane ride from hell or some shit, right? Uh, but uh, I guess later on, uh, he felt better on. <laughs> yeah. He felt better, uh, well enough to continue <laughs> the job even after he fucking broke his back, which I think is hilarious and whatnot. And um, he started doing some digging underneath the house to fix those rickety ass pipes. Yeah. And I guess he he was. <laughs> I know. I think you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. He goes and he finds like all these like these these mounds of dirt underneath the house, and he starts like moving them away. 
and he moves one of the piles of dirt away and he finds a human bone underneath the house. And so what he does is, is he takes it to the police, the police take it to a doctor and the doctor says, yep, this is definitely a bone and it's a child's bone, which is 50 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this guy, man, you know, when, when he got hurt, they also found him unconscious, which I thought <laughs> I thought was funny. Like, can you imagine you like hire a, a handyman? All of a sudden, you're like, "All right, I'm back from the grocery store." And you just see him like passed out in the back. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But yeah, I don't know. There was also around the same time period they were also uh, investigating, uh, not investigating, but there was stories of like a pedophile that was there, like living amongst you. Did you see that? Yeah. So like. I, I thought that was like really weird. Like like did he the pedophile had all these pigs? Yeah, so uh what you're talking about is and it depending on who you listen to or what story you gather this from, again, it's very sparse on what you see on the internet. So what I'm piecing together is some people say he was the first owner, some people he was like third or fourth owner or whatnot, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, right? Uh but his name is Jesse Sykes. He was a pedophile. He, I guess he had gotten accused of and convicted of molesting his son and I guess like a neighbor's daughter. A sick, sick individual. But he was free to roam, you know, his hog farm at Willow's Weep. I guess there was this huge hog farm. I guess there was 100 hogs that, you know, he would slop every morning before, you know, mama made the breakfast or whatever and he touched, you know, the neighbor girl or whatever, right? And I guess what happened is is that he was feeding the hogs and he had out of nowhere had an epileptic seizure. And mind you, I guess he never suffered from epilepsy, uh, but out of nowhere just suffers this seizure. Mama is getting concerned because it's taking him longer than normal, you know, to come back from slopping the hogs. His breakfast Mm -hmm. is getting cold. She goes out there and finds that Jesse is almost half eaten alive by these 100 hogs. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird <laughs> but uh, anyway sorry you were talking about that the bone that they found mm-hmm. um sorry i didn't have i didn't see that about the bone i was oh, actually, really yeah, i didn't see that about the bone at all i saw that he was found unconscious but i didn't see anything about the bone yeah so after he broke his back he went under the house to finish the, i gotta get my 50 dollars for the day yeah uh, i don't know if it was in the same day or not but i guess he breaks his back Somewhere in the timeline, his back yeah. heels or whatever. Sana sana colita de rana. Yeah. His back heels or whatever. Fuck, I hurt my back from doing too much deadlifts, you know, like 10 years ago. And my back still hurts. Yeah. But anyways, he hurts his back six months later or six days later or whatever, right? Goes underneath the house to fucking fix the pipes and whatnot. Disturbs the haunted earth. Finds this bone. Doctor confirms it's an actual human bone, a child's bone. They give it to the sheriff and the sheriff's like, you know what? It's two, it's 50 years old, like... We can't do anything with this. Like, you can either throw it away or put it back. And, like, they refuse to investigate it. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I just think that, like, you know, you guys also had a pig farm there with, like, a, a known pedophile there. Yeah. What if what if you killed the kid? But, anyways, it's just, that's awesome. my way of, of tying it all together. Like, if he's willing to molest a kid, he's probably willing to murder a kid, too, and, yeah. like, just feed him to the pigs. Um, and maybe just like threw one of the ribs down there or some shit. Possibly. But, um, maybe that's like the most depraved thing that happened there. Um, I guess during the investigation when William Shatner's crew was there, like a bunch of gnat flies all showed up Mm -hmm. and I think that's a big common thing that appears in this house. Like Amityville horror. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, very common haunted house trope, 
also it's in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. Yes, of course, that does happen. I, I thought about that, too. I was like, I bet it's hot as fuck. There's, like, fucking flies everywhere. One of the investigations said, like, it was really hot outside, and as soon as we went inside, it felt like the AC was on. It was cold in that house. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of how old fucking houses are, dude. Like, <laughs> they're like some, they're like fucking cement brick. Like, like mm. they're not your, like, wooden houses that absorb all this fucking heat. Like, they're, like, cold little dungeons, dude. I, that did throw me off, though, because, you know, for any new listeners out there, I did grow up in a haunted house. So that is something that is true. So I'm not going to totally dismiss it because I did watch, you know, the unexplained mm-hmm. TV show with William Shatner on it. And it, they do. They they take a thermometer. They go throughout the house. I guess it was like 80 degrees outside. They walk in the door. All of a sudden, the temperature drops to 63. If that's fake and they got like an AC on, I want their HVAC guy because that that's some good. That's some yeah. good. That's a good central <laughs> system or whatever, right? Uh, but anyways, the, the heat drops like almost fucking 20 degrees. As they're getting near that chair that you mentioned earlier, uh, the temperature drops even more dramatically. They enter the room. Uh, the temperature drops to 39 degrees. When they get closer and closer to the chair, it drops, I think, something crazy to like 29 degrees. Uh, now, to give a little backstory on that chair, I guess this comes from a story where the Skinner family, uh, they had owned the house for quite some time. Uh, and what happened was the mom Skinner, uh, she suffers a heart attack out of nowhere in the house, and depending on who you ask, dies within the house. A very sudden, out-of-nowhere death, just like uh, Mr. Jesse Sykes. You know, mm-hmm. Some say that she saw something in the house. You know, Maybe it was a dis, uh, dismembered body or you know, a ghost, uh, you know, uh, an orb, or you know, a book flew off the bookshelf, or a door slammed shut, or some paranormal activity shit. Scared her, gave her a heart attack, she dies in the house or whatnot, right? And about eight years later, in 1999, uh, the father, Skinner, uh, he commits suicide in the family's chair. You know, think of, like, any TV dad, you know, Red Foreman from that 70s show. They always have, like, that dad chair, like that old fucking musky-ass fucking, it used to be green, now it's yellow fucking cloth chair, like, fucking with butt sweat all over it and whatnot. Uh, He commits suicide in the chair and for whatever fucking reason, in 2019, that chair is still in the house. Now, they show the chair, and it's, uh, you know, it looks like, you know, the the upholstery is coming apart, and some of the filling is coming out, and there's all sorts of what they say bloodstains all over. It looks like bloodstains, and I guess they said that he committed suicide, and the body sat there and rotted for a whole week before anybody saw him. And for whatever goddamn reason... The owner, Brenda, she was the one that bought the house after 1999. That She was the next owner that bought it. They kept that fucking suicide chair in that house. And so now that is like the central focus of all the paranormal activity. It sure is. (laughs) At least it would be if it wasn't for the sun. (laughs) I'd like to get into what the sun has to say at this point. Yes, go ahead. Specifically about the chair. So the sun sees this same episode that the whole internet has seen, right? Mm -hmm. The unexplained episode. And basically says, like, this is not true. In fact, they they used a chair that was not even the chair that was in the house when when, uh, the family lived there. The paranormal investigation team claimed there was a, a customer that the stepdad shot himself in that chair, uh... 
They claim that the blood was still on that chair. Not, uh, not only are they lying, uh, they're, uh, they're charging $60 to the investigation. So they're basically charging people people to go in there, and this guy's saying, that's Be not amateur even... ghost hunters Yeah, th- this is not even the chair that was in that house. You guys brought in, like, a mock chair and, like, fucking just put in some fucking pig's blood on there and said, there you go, there's a haunted chair. And you see a lot of, like, surveillance footage, like, I guess Brenda, when she owned the house, uh, she had a bunch of security cameras within the house, and there's one uh, piece of footage you see her, like, you know, dusting or doing something within the house, and all of a sudden, like, this cowboy hat that's on top of the chair falls down out of nowhere. Now, I mean, that that sounds like something straight out of, you know, paranormal activity, Uh, but what you're talking about is, like, the son of uh, Mr. and Mrs. Skinner, uh, they go on Reddit, and there's actually a news team that interviews both the sister and the brother uh, who grew up in the house where, you know, they talk about, like, the story about the mom who suffered the heart attack and the dad that committed suicide. They said, for the most part, 90% of those stories that you're hearing from Brenda and uh, David Speaks are either made up or folk tales that people in the community made up because I guess the Skinners, they owned this home for quite some time. That willow tree, that tree was actually planted uh, by uh, the daughter and mother Skinner, forgive me, yeah. I didn't write down their names, in 1967. Like, that was like a whole family thing. The house was beautiful. They're showing pictures of the house. Uh, it wasn't, uh, I mean, it still was an upside-down tea, but it didn't have, like, all this occult symbolism all over the place or anything like that. And then they said basically what happened is is that some, the, when the next people that bought the house, they did all these renovations and made it scarier than it actually was. They said that, you know, everything in the house was clean, uh, you know, there was nice upholstery and carpeting over the, and, and there and whatnot. And they said, oh, yeah, by the way, my dad, he never owned that chair. He never owned a cowboy hat. He wore, he wore trucker hats. And then they asked about the mom. They said, so did your mom suffer a heart attack in the house? They're like, yeah, she suffered a heart attack, but she died in the hospital. Yeah. She didn't die in the house. And it wasn't because she suffered a heart attack out of nowhere. No, she was suffering from heart problems. She took medications and shit. And they they asked her, it's like, okay, well, what about your father? Did he commit suicide? And they said, yes, he legitimately did commit suicide in the house. Uh, But the reason for that was, is he was suffering from cancer. It was going to cost too much for treatment. And even if he did take the treatment, he was going to die anyway within something crazy like six months. So he wanted to spare everybody. And he... I think it's still fucked up, but he yeah. does commit suicide. But it wasn't because the demon put the shotgun yeah. in his head and you know made him do it. I, you know what's funny? Um, so he posted this on on like the subreddit for the History Channel, and um, people were like, "Calm the fuck down, dude!" Like, <laughs> and then somebody's like, "Dude, it's his parents!" Like, yeah, like the fact that people were like, "Dude, you don't know what you're talking about, dude." I think it's pretty funny, but um, yeah, actually, but, I do. I grew up in that yeah, house. Like, yeah. yeah, that's that's actually my family home, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know the fact that this dude is basically like making his living out of owning this thing and charging people to come to his house and like basically like trying to create his own version of like the Winchester Mansion, but like in a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Is Pretty fucking gross, dude. Like, just... and not only that, but like, again, if you want to watch the documentary for it, it's behind a paywall. They're actually trying to do like some kind of GoFundMe, like, because most of the videos of like you see is like David Spinks online 
telling like all the stories, all the lore that surrounds the house, or whatever, yeah. right? Whether they're true or not, just whatever stories he's accumulated over the years. Some of them, like again, like the guy uh, Jesse Sykes, that that is a true story that happened or whatever, right? That mm-hmm. is creepy or whatnot. And like I said, there is seven people that legitimately died in that house. Three people legitimately did commit suicide within the house. And three people legitimately died due to poisoning within the house, right? So, I mean, there, 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 there is a lot of bullshit to this story, mm-hmm. but then there is some. Yeah, I don't want to say a kernel of truth, but there's, there's, there's a McMuffin of truth in there as well. Yeah. So, and in my mind, like, yes, like I said, I did grow up in a haunted house, so there is a lot of bullshittery to this story. But then you also got to look at it like, oh wow, there are people that actually did, com- like that dad that had cancer, he did commit suicide in that house, and like that's. That's got to leave a lot of weird energy in it. Yes, that if you open up the windows and all the doors in the house and you stand in the middle of the house, it does create a pentagram. Like, I don't care if you believe in Satanism or not. Like, that's still, like, that's some Aleister Crowley black magic shit right there, right? And in the 1940s and 50s, there was a lady who was renting the house uh, who went through three husbands in the home. Mm-hmm. Those are the three people that were poisoned it never gets said but it's alluded that she poisoned her husband in those houses and those are legit those three people did die of poisoning in the house uh but also too she had a daughter and a son the daughter mysteriously just disappears one day so that bone that we were talking about many people think that's the daughter's arm maybe she you know climbed under the house uh you know something happened and she got stuck and just died there and that was the end of her uh, but they never find her body after that. Like she just disappears off the face of the earth. Now her son, sometime after the daughter goes missing, commits suicide by hanging in one of the doorways where that pentagram is found. So, I mean, there is a lot of bullshittery, like I said, but at the same time, there is some freaky shit like that that yeah. can legitimately be verified. They, they, so I don't, maybe I missed it. Maybe I missed it like when I, talked about the sweaters earlier in the episode but did you already talk about the uh the crucifix that they had on the wall with a goat yeah no i haven't so that's one of the big stories that's really popular on the internet just because it's so easy to document so they the allegedly they had a crucifix on the wall and apparently it like burned a like goat head on the wall and I gotta admit, what's the? Th- you've said it before many times, where it's like your eyes want to fool you into seeing something that's not really there. Yeah, pareidolia. Pareidolia. So like that, I feel like that's what's happening because people are like, it looks like a goat head. Yeah. That's been like burned onto the wall. I, dude, it actually to me it looks like a pair of ovaries. <laughs> like that's what a woman's ovaries look like. I, I just I don't see a goat head there. Uh, reproductive. I'm, I'm, I don't even see that. Like I just see a burn mark. I don't yeah. see. It's like an ink blot thing. Like what do you see here? Like you're projecting your own thoughts yeah. onto that image. So the story is, again, this is a Brenda story, right? Yeah. It's when she was cleaning up the house. She put up a crucifix, or there maybe there already was a crucifix in the house. She went off and did something else. She went to go buy the TV guide or whatever. So she wanted Johnny Carson, you know, that night or whatever, right, to see what time, you know, it was going to come on and whatnot, right? Uh, leaves, comes back, and finds a melted the melted crucifix on the floor. And on the wall, the, there's this, apparently, this goat head that was burned into the wall. Now, post a picture on the Instagram and be like, is this a goat head or not? Yeah. Ovaries or goat head? Question one, is Andrew Luck sexy? <laughs> Question two, is this a goat head, right? 
when you look at that picture and when they tell you the story, they they hype it up like, oh, it, it, it's what it's what you see in, what in the middle of, of, of a pentagram is the yeah. goat head is Beelzebub and all this bullshit. Yeah. And then they show you the picture of the burn mark, and I'm like. Oh, that just looks like a fucking... Uh, someone yeah. was smoking crack in the fucking it, it house and it fucking set something on fire. 100%. It looks like somebody was making s'mores and shit <laughs> got way too fucking crazy. Ah, dude, this shit's crying on my arm. Those fucking s'mores, dude. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, dude. That's the picture there. Actually, I said it looked like a dick earlier, but it's kind of like a weird shape. It looks like dick. a squash. Yeah, I, yeah, squash is pretty good. I don't know. I stick by the. Uh, I don't know what goat they're talking about. Yeah, post maybe on, maybe it was a post maybe this image on the on the thing. It says what like do you see a goat, ovaries or a squash? Or maybe the fucking demon was just a Chicago Bulls fan. Maybe yeah, this was it, during the time that fucking Jordan was. It kind of looks like the the uh, maybe like. Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, maybe a bull, but it looks like a horse head. I guess if it's any animal. It's closer to like the Denver Broncos logo or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. <laughs> the demon was a John Elway fan yeah. and shit. Like, oh, well, well, you know what they say. <laughs> uh, just go for it. This one's for John. All right. Anyways, uh, another story that's told uh, is the girl uh, they got her face bitten by a demon girl. So, oh, what the fuck? That's new to me. Yeah. So, I mean, this story, um, I can neither neither confirm if it's true or not. Uh, but it's one of the stories that is told, um, about this house. I guess in the original floor plans of this house, uh, there was supposed to be a staircase, one staircase going up, you know, to the rooms, and another staircase going up into the attic, right? And apparently either it got removed during one of the many renovations to the house or it just never was built. But the only way to access the attic is from outside in this window. Oh, right, right, right. So anyways, I guess whoever buys the house later on in this story, whatever, right? Let's just say it's in the 1960s and whatnot, right? Uh, They're having a barbecue. They're having a party. They're celebrating the 4th of July. Uh, these owners, they have a three-year-old daughter who they say they saw was waving at this window. Now, mind you, they're in the backyard. They're cooking wieners and shit. Ballpark Franks. They pump yeah, when they yeah. cook them, right? And they look over, and they see their daughter just waving at the window. And then they go up to her, and they ask her. They say, hey, what are you waving at? And the little three-year-old says, the girl in the window. Now, they look up, and they're like, what are you talking about? There's no girl in the window. And even if there was, you would need, like, a fucking 20-foot ladder to get up into the attic and whatnot, right? And so... You know, they go about their business like, oh, she's just a weird three-year-old or whatever, right? About two or three minutes later, she starts screaming bloody murder. And they run to her and they ask her, hey, what happened? Did you get stung by a wasp, a yellow jacket or whatnot? And they're like, no, the girl in the window bit me. They look at her cheek. They don't see anything. But later on in the day, all of a sudden, teeth mark appear on the girl's cheek like something bit her. I did see, so I think I started watching that story or started reading that story, and then I was like, my ADHD brain was just like, fast forward. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I'm like a pictures of Christy Mack. Do they st- they start off by telling the fact that like there is no access to the basement, right? They were just like attic or attic. Yeah, they were like, oh, the attic. Uh, they never fucking built the stairs or like there, so there's no access up there. You have to crawl in through the window. Okay, I did. I do remember seeing that, but I was just like, mm, I unsubscribe. <laughs> I was just like not feeling that one. But I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you feel probably you grew up in a haunted house, and I'm not saying like, 
I'm not saying you're lying. I don't think I don't think you're lying about that. But I th- I think like you definitely probably feel like there's probably if there's if there's one percent chance that that this is a true story or like that there's actual ghosts there. I guess to me, I just I just dismiss this one because there's so many people like making money off this shit. Mm. So many people like William Shatner showing up with his fucking camera crew and like like there's just too much too much of a money opportunity now than 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 like your mom's house like yeah your mom's not out here trying to exploit Jacob or whatever like yeah Jacob show up show up to the house dressed like you're a fucking six year old dude <laughs> 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 Jacob never got over singing that ghost dude yeah. <laughs> so like. I, I don't know. I just this one's a little bit tough for me to believe in, just because it seems too good to be true. Like it seems so much like a movie. Like mm-hmm. this is exactly what like Hollywood wants to portray. Like the ghost story, the haunted house story, like the demon story, or whatever. It's just it's too good to be true. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, the whole thing. It is one of those things where. Uh, again, usually our roles on this podcast is like art is like the staunch believer and the paranormal, or not the paranormal, but anything you know. Fringe when it comes to ghosts, the roles reverse. Yeah, but and I'm the one with skeptical hippo eyes and shit. But I think when it comes to like paranormal stuff like this, like with ghosts and demons and stuff like that, I think because of my experience, right? I kind of I, I I I look at it a little bit differently because you you're absolutely right when you look at this like when i'm looking at this right now on paper i'm like yeah this is all a little bit silly right it's a little bit woo woo it seems like it's a bad housing market in cayuga indiana yeah. whatever to drum up you know interest on the on xylo and whatnot to you know get the property value up let's say it's fucking haunted and you know everybody and, and small town usa anywhere you go there's always going to be that one house that's creepy or whatever because it has a creepy willow tree in it or whatever and there's always going to be people making up stories and shit around it right so i think there's a lot of that but there is a lot of truth in it yes there is documented seven people died in the house right that i i really do believe like in energies and whatnot uh there the house is legitimately shaped as an upside down cross it is pointing to the east, and I guess that's ritualistic black magic bullshit or whatever, right? You mentioned that that was common, you know, people, you know, you know, built that gothic way. But when you build something in a gothic way as tribute to these evil spirits or, you know, dark spirits or dark energy or whatever, right? You're giving those things weight. You're feeding that energy, if you will, right? And, like, just the yeah. fact that some people are willing to either make up stories or you see this a lot, too. Like you mentioned, like, he charges $60 for people to do their own, like, amateur ghost hunting in the house. People are, are seeing things. People are saying that they feel things. Uh, they hear voices. There's EVPs in there and whatnot. I, I don't know if it's – again, I don't know if it's made up or not. But even if one of those stories is true, right, that fear that those people have in that moment, I do genuinely believe, like, that feeds – any bad energy that is in that house and you keep piling on these stories, I do think you can make something that starts off as fake into something that could be real. Right. And the, the, the Skinners, you know, the, the, you know, the, the daughter and the son or whatever, they said that they did say that, yes, their dad legitimately did commit suicide in there. Mm-hmm. Now, I you're not too religious. I'm not that religious either, but whenever somebody commits suicide, like, yeah, he might have been suffering from cancer. I don't think like a demon just was like, ooh, I'm the suicide demon. You're going to commit suicide. Like mm-hmm. you were looking forward to watching the Denver Broncos and shit. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden, like he committed suicide. I don't think it was that. But like even if he did commit suicide, that's a sad fucking energy 
that was there. Like that is the end of your existence at that point, right? And I do believe that sometimes there's ghosts or energies from past people's existence because of that. There was unfinished business. And in religious terms, like suicide is like one of those things like, yeah, dude, if you commit suicide, you're going straight to hell. Uh, but it could also be one of those things like where there's residual energy there within the house. So there's actually three documented suicides. So there's got to be some kind of energy there, even with just the weird, freaky, satanic fucking construction of the house. Like that's inviting demons. And I know William Shatner says too something at the end of the show. He says, or is it to keep demons in? I don't believe it's that. But I do think just placing that energy, like we did the Dybbuk Box, epi- Dybbuk Box episode mm-hmm. where you said, I'm going to buy a Dybbuk Box. We're going to enter. And I said, no, fuck no, we're not doing that. Because just giving that object, that energy, I think invites bad spirits in. And I think that's what they're doing with this house. Yeah, is he being kind of a dick by, I'm going to charge 60 bucks or whatever so people can see the, the fake cowboy hat or whatever and the bloody Chico, chair. I spilled a bunch of Del Scorcho sauce on this chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even that, I think, like, invites, like, bad spirits into yeah. into the house. So, to me, like I said, there is a lot of bullshittery, but I do think there is enough there. Do I think it's the most haunted house yeah. in North America? No. But at the same time, I do think by having all these paranormal researchers and seances and shit going on, you are making it a magnet for bad energy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think sometimes, like, we put a lot of weight into, um, like, like if I told you, like, oh, dude, there's this the most haunted house in America, right? I just You're conditioning said, me already. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is the most haunted house in America. All these people have committed suicide. Like, this, this, and this happened. I just take you to, like, my mom's house. And, like, like every little creak, every little noise, every, like, time that you felt cold or hot or whatever like every headlight that comes from yeah. you know the street over is going to be a magical demon orb and shit yeah yeah and you're just going to be looking out for that and like i just think that we we that is the way the human brain is like the human brain avoids trouble avoids all these things like i mean that's just human nature to like avoid like i don't want to be in the most haunted house in america like I mean, regular fucking. I want to stay at the Hampton Inn tonight, dude. Like, <laughs> like, like. It's just. I don't know. Like, it just. That's the, just just the way the human brain is. As far as like, ghosts. Like, I don't want to get labeled as the like non-believer guy. Like, cause mm-hmm. I feel like I I, I want to believe. I just you know, ghosts are always that one thing that I just feel like people that have ghost stories always have ghost stories they're like that's too good to be true that's like yeah. if somebody told me the same thing but with an alien abduction i would be like and then they took me to jupiter and like probed me and they showed me like i would be like oh man all right ben i don't know I, that might have just been eddie drugging you dude like <laughs> like I, I don't know like it, that's a tough one i just think that not that i don't believe you I, i'm not saying i don't believe you i'm not saying that at all I'm just saying that they always come across as like that's too good. Like that's mm. that seems like that's like so many people's stories w- with with ghosts. It's like it's so much proof. Like it's so much story. Like it's so rich with story that it's just like damn. That's that's way too much. Like um, I think though too. Like I can totally understand that perspective, right? Because again, 
more times than not, like when you present like an alien episode. I mean, yeah. hell, when David was here, when David, David, I'll give him like his, his fucking government name. When Dave was here from Suffolk King, he oh, was yeah. telling us about like, you know, his possible alien abduction story. Yeah. I was just like, ah, that's probably, there's probably a logical explanation for it, but I'm like, oh, it could be true though too, because yeah. of my ghost story experience but or do whatever. You right? when we did that house that was like invaded by aliens and then like we were like, oh, it was probably fucking like owls, and owls shit. like, like, I feel like that's the way most people feel about that one going like, oh, it's probably just owls, dude. Like, mm-hmm. clearly, like, owls are probably the more logical explanation. But to them, I'm I'm sure they 100% they took that shit to their graves and it was like, no, that was fucking aliens, dude. Like, mm-hmm. 100%. And that's how, the, that's how I feel about it. Like, who am I to say, like, I, I wasn't there. Like, I yeah. don't know how I felt about it. But, like, it's tough for me to be like, yeah, dude, it was fucking, that was fucking some alien like ghost or whatever like oh whatever you know like that was a fucking demon in that house or whatever like i just it's hard for me to buy into that to 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 the ghost element i i hate being that guy because i'm such a i want to believe i want to believe i'm this like you know molder from the x-files mentality where i'm like dude i want to like find proof i want to see you know i want to i want to believe in these things that like i feel like there's proof of a lot of these things like of ghosts like you know i've seen some crazy footage where i'm like that's pretty unexplainable but then there's a lot of like fake shit where it's like i feel cold and i think that's and i think that's where i could sympathize with that shit too because like i kept saying too like with even like when they were doing like that thermometer reading with the chair yeah i mean again we've had our own experience with like reality tv producers that wanted us to you know fake it on tv and whatnot and it was like we're we're not interested in doing that shit, right? We're more interested in giving the truth. Sometimes the truth isn't as sexy as a Hollywood story or a reality, a produced reality TV series, right? Yeah. And like you said with Brenda, like she could have been coached and whatnot, like from our own experiences dealing with TV producers, right? So it's just, it's easy to have skeptical hippo eyes. But I think the difference is too, like you mentioned earlier, like with our story, with me and my mom's story about our experience with the house we moved into, like we're not out there, like you know, trying to get a Hollywood contract out of uh, out of it or whatever. Yeah, right? I don't think your mom's over here. Look at these gnat flies. No, like every time it even gets brought up, my mom is just like she goes and prays, right? Like it's something like she does not like re-experiencing, right? Obviously, I'm the opposite. I'm over here like telling it 16 yeah. times on a podcast or whatever, right? But it, it is like something like that was legitimately traumatic. Like when I legitimately think about it, I'm like, holy fuck, the age that that happened to me. Like, if that happened to my son now, I'd be like, holy fuck. Like, I am so sorry, like, I brought you into this situation. You had to, like, experience it. That's yeah. something, like, I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life or whatever, right? But I think about these people, too, like, in Willow's Weep, mm-hmm. like, the the people that committed suicide and whatnot, right? It, it is one of those things where it's just like, and, and the whole fact that the house is, like, legitimately built. I don't know how to put the words into it, but it is like it is like sacrilegious, an upside down cross, legitimately a pentagram, or whatever. Legitimately, you're finding like necromancer under like floorboards yeah. and human bones and shit, right? Like to me, like that is a lot of negative energy. Whether it's ghosts, whether it's Skinwalker Ranch portals and shit or whatever, or if it's just fucking you know Carrot Top just playing a bad or Ashton Kutcher playing like a bad prank on somebody or whatever, right? If it, that's it, still a lot of bad energy to fucking be with, right? Be around, yeah. I think, um, you know, Skinwalker Ranch is one of those things that that episode was like pretty, pretty like 
pretty much the one that was like, well, something's going on here. Like, I never walked into an episode thinking it might be something and left going like, no, there's something. Like, something happened. Like, yeah, definitely. something's still happening. I mean, there's a whole TV series, yeah, three yeah. seasons worth where, like, I'll, shit still is happening. I'm, like, two happening. episodes in and I'm like, fuck, like, oh, shit's oh. definitely happening. Wait till you get more like, into it. Yeah, so, like, I... I definitely believe that that you know there's places that things could be happening and maybe it is like an you know like like the 37th parallel like this shit just lined up properly and that you know this house is creating like weird vibrations because of the architecture because of where it's landing because of whatever mm-hmm. it is maybe it is a spiritual Ancient thing Indian burial ground. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe it's a bunch of things like that or it could all be bullshit. It, it could all be bullshit. Um, but but I don't know. Like I just I just think like the the way it's shaped and like I, I don't know. I think people make a big deal about like mm-hmm. the the shape of it. like the, if the I, house was just regular fucking shape, then I, and I do think it like the weight that you put into it does give it a lot of that. Like because if you're not giving it that attention, you. Y- I don't think that those negative spirits can manifest as well. I think a lot of it has to do with that. If I if I can get one thing across with that, if there is something paranormal happening, is because of the weight people are putting into those things. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm sure there's like a million upside down crosses somewhere within this house. Is it because I'm sacrilegious or I want to fucking you know smite you know Jesus or whatever? No, yeah. it's just a, a coincidence or whatever. Hell, it might have been a coincidence that they built a house like that, and then later on some fucking goth kid went to Hot Topic and rearranged the windows to make a pentagram in the house or whatever because he saw something cool and he was making a Stussy logo or whatever, right? Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Whatever, right? But, like, I do think, like, putting just, just even putting energy into that, like like a Ouija board or whatever, you invite evil or negative spirits into that situation. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think one thing I, I will say about this podcast is not to, like, kiss our own asses, but... I heard some other podcasts that were pretty much just copied and pasting like the, the, the internet stories and like, and we're just like, yup, this happened. Like this is yeah. definitely 100%. Um, so I'm glad we didn't go down that path and I'm both, I'm glad we both like landed on like, let's cover this other side of the story too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, so for you, do you think it's all bullshit or, um, it's hard for me to just be like, it's all bullshit, but I'll say probably, it feels like it's at least like ninety five percent all bullshit. To me, I, I'm gonna have to do a fifty fifty split because it's just like, yeah, that the guy that owns it now, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I get weird vibes. The David Spinks guy, yeah, like he does give me like fucking like hard like hard eye roll. Like, oh my god, come on, yeah. dude. Like, but I do think like he is fucking around with some shit that he shouldn't be fucking around with at the same time. And I do think like there is some legitimacy legitimacy to some of the shit that went on in there. Yeah. And even just us talking about it, William Shatner even dedicating a whole fucking TV program to it or whatever. I do. I do think helps amplify whatever is or is not there. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, I give myself a little bit of like wiggle room just because I think that you know three people committing suicide was it three people committing suicide committing suicide in one house that is a lot even for an old house it's just it's it i think it does like create an aura of like sadness and like Mm -hmm. just that emotional residue i think humans can feel it even if they're like not it's that energy um i know i know I, i cite that chris jericho podcast where like 
the lady she's like an energy exorcist or whatnot yeah but like it it does make sense like if you don't believe like in the pajama devil or whatever right the guy in the red pajama devil or whatever it is something to get behind like you mentioned skinwalker ranch where there's just like there's just weird energies that are out there right we mention this all the time like christmas time there's just something there's just such a great energy out there right it's unexplainable it's like the wind you can't see it but you can feel it right mm-hmm and I do think there's an opposite to that feeling too, like where it's just like it's bad, it's evil, it's creepy or whatever. And how do you feed that energy by giving it fear, by giving you know like 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 it, the movie it, the book it by Stephen mm-hmm. King or whatever, right? Like that's how it manifests is by your fear, by amplifying all these stories and whatnot, right? And I I, I do think that that probably does exist now in the house. Maybe when the the, the Spinks when they or not the Spinks when they owned it with the Skinners when they owned it or whatever, it probably was a happy house. For a while, just like my mom's house is right now, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 a cool house. It's it's basically a church now, you know. Yeah. But I'm sure, like you know, eventually, if my mom ever moves out or if she passes away, whatever, there's still there's past it. I mean, that's a Patreon episode in itself, or whatever. Like the stories we've heard from next door neighbors that have lived there since that house was built. Like all the people that have lived there, all the creepy shit that's that's happened there. It's right across the street from a cemetery that's been around for a hundred years or whatever. Right. I'm sure just us throwing that out there in the ether could easily invite all those bad spirits back there again. So, yeah, yeah. I think originally we were going to have Ross on here and Ross was going to tell you that he saw like (laughs) some fucking crazy shit, some fucking like at that cemetery by my mom's house. Yeah. Have you ever played Resident Evil four? Yes. He saw some like Resident Evil four level shit at that cemetery. Apparently, damn. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was the fucking villagers showed up, bro. Oh shit! But you know, another episode, dude. I don't know. We tried getting a hold of him, Ross. If you're listening, dude, we don't know where you're at. Yeah. We don't know if you're alive or dead, but we're just gonna assume you're alive. Yeah. Um, not in a pentagram shaped house. <laughs> He's like tied down. Like, have you ever seen a uh, house of the devil? Like yes. they do that scene where like, they just have like a dead girl in a room. Like that's, yeah. that's Ross right now. He's like, yeah. you son of a bitch. I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little pee pee out. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Art, do you got anything else? No, tell your mama, you boo with two. Shall I live as a Jackman? Shall I live as Warren? Guys, what tell, I want to hear what other people think. Like I, if you've ever had a ghost story, man, I want to, I want to like, I want to have like guests on. Like, if there's one thing I want to do, I want to have some guests telling some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Like some some other, you know, Jake. We've we've heard Jacob's ghost story. I want to hear other people's ghost stories. Ross was gonna come on here and talk about that fucking like Resident Evil Four level shit he's up to. I'm curious but, now. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, guys, uh, tell your mommy boo boo too. If you guys have any ghost stories or you guys have anything creepy that's happened in your life, I want to hear it. Yeah, trip on the podcast. Stop being shy. Yeah, so get at us on all the social medias at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter at Art and Jacob Do A One, because ghosts love tomato-based A One steak sauce on their steaks. So uh, tell us all your ghost stories or creepy paranormal shit there. Uh, join the Facebook, join the YouTube community, you know, all that good shit or whatever. Talk to us there. I'll respond. Art won't, but it's all good, baby. But anyways, guys, if you want to help support this podcast, Art mentioned it earlier. Uh, guys, head on over to patreon.com slash America, where every single week we put together a bonus episode uh, for your listening pleasure. And nine times out of ten, those episodes are better than the actual episode that you're hearing for free. Again... This week is no exception. I do think this week the Patreon was neck and neck with this episode. I think this episode is a little bit more deeper. Yeah. But I think the Patreon was a little bit more funnier. So if They're you want pretty good. Yeah. So if you want to 
hear us more lighthearted and a little bit more free and whatnot, head on over to Patreon, donate $1, donate $5, $15, whatever the fuck you want to donate to us. It, it does really do help us. We're not going to charge you $60 to come investigate my room where somebody legitimately, somebody legitimately did die in this room. Like this room there. right here, this room. Somebody I feel it. <laughs> ah! Dang, dude, dude. Remember? Oh shit. Speaking of which, Remember when we were doing um, that episode about like how those kids saw like the Virgin Mary and the sun and yeah, all of a sudden my Fatima. light, yeah, the, yeah. the light started twitching and shit. Yeah. That was a demon, baby. Yeah, dude. That was that <laughs> Fatima episode, dude. That yeah. was a wild episode. Dude. That was, cr that was crazy. Yeah. That, yeah. That was the ghost of Jim Carmichael or whoever the fuck. Jim Bean. Yeah. Whoever owned this house before. But anyways, oh. guys, if you want to support us in any other way, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to uh, the official website at orangejacobdoamerica.com. Uh, we currently have uh, follow the merch links. We currently have four designs up there. Uh, it's not so much to help us monetarily as we probably see ten cents or twenty five cents from every purchase over there, but it does help promote this podcast. So if you're over in Gary, Indiana, or Cayuca, Indiana, wherever the fuck you know Willow's Weep is or whatever, right, and you run into Zach Baggins or some paranormal researcher, they can hear this episode and get a better perspective of what I feel like we're going to get a lot of hate for this episode probably, or whatever, yeah. right? We got, we, we're too skeptical, right? Yeah, we're yeah. not we're not drinking too much of the Kool-Aid, whatever, right? Uh, uh, but Zach Baggins, we'll see you the t-shirt, listen to this podcast, become an instant fan, buy my mom's haunted house, make her rich, so you can pay all of her bills and whatnot, or whatever, right? So do go do that, guys. Buy a t-shirt, you can help Jacob's mom and her haunted house. But anyways, guys, if you want to hear other great podcasts, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to podbelly.com. Uh, check out our boys over at the world-famous Sofa King, as well as Paranormal Punchers, who I'm sure they have a bunch of shit like this. Ectoplasm, I know they got a bunch of shit like this. And Hillbilly Horror Stories, who I know has a bunch of shit like this. So, uh, anyways, guys, Art, that's all I got, man. That's you all got I got, dude. Yeah, uh, send the hate mail to Jacob. I'm pretty sure we're going to get a lot of hate mail on this one. Yeah, but whatever, guys. Uh, the Lord loves you. But with that said, guys, goodbye. Good night. Good night. There is a house right here in the Wabash Valley, some call the most evil and haunted house in North America. A home in Eugene, Indiana, that has caught the attention of national television stations, even movie producers. But the former owners of the house contacted News 10. They say it's not haunted, it's a hoax. And the stories coming out of that house are fabricated facts about their loved ones. It looks like any normal home nestled in the middle of nowhere. But it is here on the corner of Elm Tree Road and Water Street in small town Eugene, Indiana, that big controversy is starting to swirl. So we were really just a normal family. Adam Baird and his sister Haley Navarro say they just want people to know the true story behind this house. A tragic story they say they've been trying to get out for nearly a decade. Here are what they say are the facts. In 2001, their mother Cheryl Skinner died of a heart attack at the young age of 42. They say she had the heart attack in the home but died at the hospital. Then their stepfather, Kurt Skinner, committed suicide in the home several years later. Haley says he found out he had cancer and couldn't afford the treatments, so he ended his life. Life-changing, devastating events to say the least, but then more changes. A paranormal team bought this house, their family home. 
The paranormal investigators claim the house is haunted by several people who died here in the home, including Kurt and Cheryl Skinner. Adam and Haley claim their parents' deaths are being used for profit. There were all these lies talking about how my mother died of a drug overdose and that she was underneath the, the bed and been bloated and nobody found her for two weeks. They were charging people to come in and haunt my mother and call my mother out my name and my stepfather. The paranormal team has nicknamed the house Willow's Weep, a play of words based on the huge willow tree in the front yard. They say if you pull a branch off the tree, something bad's going to happen. Haley says that's ridiculous. She says the tree was the last memory she has of her mother. They planted the tree together just months before she died. We don't want you paying money on lies. Like, if you're going to do a haunt, we want you to at least know the truth. Dozens of people have come here over the last several years, paid money to investigate the house. Adam and Haley say their family home was nice inside, well kept when they lived there, but they claim the new owners purposefully changed the appearance. It had carpet, it had, had nice furniture, you know, it was a place that we could grow up in, and then they stripped all that out to make it look haunted and scarier than what it really was. Paranormal investigators shared these pictures of the inside of the house. They claim this is the chair Kurt Skinner shot himself in. You can see the blood-stained upholstery. And they say the hats, boots, and guns are Skinner's as well. But Haley says no way. And it's not even the f same furniture that was in the house. You know, they put guns, hats in there and stuff. You know, he, was, he wore trucker hats. He never wore cowboy hats. It irritates me that they would lie like that just to make profit that's what I think they claim they're not making profit that it's for upkeep but I beg to differ we have children and we don't want our children growing up seeing seeing this house that's portraying their grandmother in this way of, of being haunted Adam and Haley say to them this isn't just some people in a ghost story this is their loved ones real people they say are being lied about they just want the stories to stop and their loved ones to rest in peace. I tracked down the current owner of the house, David Spinks. He's a paranormal investigator and lives in West Virginia. He agreed to talk to me for his side of the story. We'll have that for you tomorrow. It's like that, Anna. It's like this. Then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode.